I am super excited about today's call, but before we begin, we have Jesse Ledoux, our queen of coaching with our product of the week. Jesse, tell us about the new product that you've discovered. So this product is a must for every pageant girl. It's the Essential Crown Box. And the reason that I love this product so much is because you worked so darn hard to earn your crown and sash. And so many crowns are based with prongs that hold in the rhinestones and they can tend to snag your sash. So this Essential Crown Box is so fantastic because it actually has a separate compartment for your sash to be folded nicely and you will never, ever, ever have to worry about putting the two together and getting a snag. So this is a must. I can't say it enough. Now, do you know kind of what size it is? I mean, some of these pageant crowns can be pretty lengthy, uh, pretty high. (laughs) So, I mean, does it fit? Is it one size all fits all or is it more build for the America crown that's smaller? So it fits about four inches tall crowns. So those larger national crowns may not work. But I mean, think about how many national winners there are versus state and local winners. So for the state and local winners, this should be your go-to. And the dimensions are approximately um, seven and a half inches a square, just about. So seven and a half inches across and then four inches tall. So if your crown fits into those parameters, you are set. I feel like it's clutch too that it has the sash because, I mean, a lot of times you throw in your sash and then it gets those weird wrinkles on it, especially if the sash is in a higher quality. And then when you're wearing it for an appearance, it's almost like you're you know, like you're showing up to the event with wrinkled clothes. It just doesn't look professional. Totally. And like I said, I had so many snags on my sash because this didn't exist when I was a title holder. I wish it did. So my crown would get stuck into the fabric and it would create a pull. And as much as you dry clean it or take care of it, there's really nothing you can do once that happens. So this will prevent it from the get-go. And it's also, so it's a beautiful clear box that shows off your crown and sash. And you would never believe how nice people are if you have a crown and sash. So it just kind of gives you that one last opportunity to market yourself if someone sees it and wants to bring it up. And also it has a nice convenient handle to to carry because I know your hands are going to be full with bags and other um, luggage that you may be bringing to appearances. And it's very convenient and very easy to carry. It's really cool. Now, I mean, the compartment for the the sash, like, is it just, you just throw it down there in the bottom? Does it kind of pull out the under drawer? How does that work? It's so fancy. It is actually on hinges. So you put your crown in the bottom of the box and it sits so beautifully. And then there's a compartment. It's almost like a little shelf on top and it just lifts right out and it stays connected. So you won't ever lose it. And it can just lay right on top of that crown. So it's a crown in the sash compartment. Don't touch it all. They are both very safe and very separate. That's cool. Now, what's the price tag on it and where can they find it? Okay. So We pageant girls love a sale, and this item is currently on sale for $54.99. This is the sale price. Free shipping. For an item this big, free shipping is huge. And as always, you can return it or exchange it within seven days of receiving the item. Awesome. And they can find it where? Shop.thepageantplanet.com. Awesome. Thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Welcome to the Pageant Planet Podcast, where we help you succeed in pageantry. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. It can be tricky being a teen contestant. You don't want to come across as too mature as a miscontestant to the judges, and you still want to fit the role of actually being a teen. Well, today we have Bailey Bennett joining us, and Bailey is Miss American co-ed. And that was actually the very first pageant system she competed in when she was just six years old 
and now she captured the title of National Miss American Co-Ed Teen 2017. And she will be sharing with us how to be a successful teen contestant. So, Bailey, welcome to the call. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Very excited. Well, um, we share your excitement for sure, and um, we're like ready to dive in. So first question, how should teens actually go about choosing a pageant platform? And for our newbies, like tell them, just give a general description of what a pageant platform is. I always view a pageant platform as something that that pageant queen is very into, that she thinks that she can go out into the community and she can present so that she can make a difference with her title and her words in a huge community. When I went about picking my platform, it's actually brand new. It's called the JB Project. I had to really think to myself, what am, what do I want to show these young kids or my generation about how to change something and how to make yourself a better person? So to go about that, you just have to be really passionate about something and know that you can go out and talk about it a hundred times because that's really what you're going to be doing with it. Okay. So <laughs> do you think that some platforms are too mature for teens to tackle and that you would suggest avoiding them altogether? I actually think that as a teen group, I've met a lot of mature girls at pageants. And I think that as long as you have gone through the experience and it's something that you personally know and you pick your platform you don't have somebody else picking it for you you can do it and you can come up with ideas and go out into the community and know what you're talking about but it has to be something that you have experienced that you will be able to put across as you can get through it or you can do this so let's dive into a little deeper on how you chose your platform so that some of the girls can get just a working knowledge of of how to do this what was the first steps that you did? <clears throat> did you start with the popular like ones and narrow them down that way? Or did you start like looking internally? Did you seek to someone advice? Give us the deets. I actually, for a couple of years, have worked with a wonderful organization, Generations Against Bullying. And that's what I always thought my platform was going to be. Bullying, anti-bullying, upstanders, because I went through it as a child my entire school life. But this year was a little different. I actually uh, lost my father two days before I went down to nationals for Miss American Teen. So when I got back and I had this title, I vowed that this year would be all for my dad and all in, do everything I can. So I sat down with my mom one night and I had a whole bunch of different ideas that I wanted to talk about, things that I that you can overcome, things... I wanted maybe to do something with cancer or something with bullying. I wasn't completely sure. And I was actually just sitting there, just listening to my mom talk to me. And it hit me that I should do something about overcoming obstacles. Because really, that's what my national pageant was. It was going down there after overcoming the worst obstacle in my life and persevering through it. Because that's what life had handed me. And I needed to get through that. So we came up with a name, the JB Project. And it stands for, technically for the platform, it stands for just because project. So just because something is happening does not mean that you can't accomplish something more. But internally, it actually stands for the John Bennett Project, because that is my dad's name and JB was his nickname. Wow. And, and the thing that I love about that, um, one, it 
obviously completely connects to a personal experience. So love that aspect. The other thing I love about it is that it's timeless and that you could also turn it into a business. Like you, I could see you speaking to schools and organizations on a consistent basis after pageantry. Um, Yes. I would love that for sure. Because it's something that, I mean, even as a 35 year old entrepreneur, yeah, there's things that happen on a daily basis that you have to choose to overcome. So that's something that me, I would be able to listen to and probably take, have some takeaways. So, um, once you identify that thing that not only has longevity of purpose like yours does and something that you connect with on an emotional level, how can a teen start to spread her platform to her peers? How can she get the idea out? In my personal experience, the best way is through schools. I, a lot of schools are actually willing, if you can get a hold of them, to have you come in and talk because they want the kids in their schools to persevere and just keep going. And so if you contact that school, there's going to be a ton of them who are like, yeah, come in, let's talk, let's set up a day. And that's the best way to get your platform out there because you're talking to a large amount of kids at the same time and they're in your same shoes. If you're talking to either your same grade that you're in or younger kids, it's going to be a bigger classroom. It's going to be more kids. So to really get your platform out there, you have to get into those schools and into those communities and get your platform and your name known to other schools around so that you can be welcomed into more as well. Okay. So how do you go about starting to contact those schools? Did you write a letter? Did you pick up the phone and call or did you go there in person? Actually, my first contact was kind of different because the year before I had made a huge contact with one of our state senators and he had a daughter who was a second grade teacher. And I ended up just messaging the senator over Facebook, actually, and he gave me his daughter's phone number and we hit it off. And that's really what you have to do. You just have to make connections. But when I started going to schools where I didn't know somebody, I would look up school contacts. You can call them or you can email them. And schools are pretty well willing to get back to you pretty soon. Yeah, no big deal. Just message your senator on Facebook. That's yeah, you know, deal. that's no big deal. <laughs> it was well, actually really funny. We laughed about it for a couple of days. That's great. Well, the other thing that you can do is, I mean, you proved it by messaging a senator who happened to have a daughter um, mm-hmm. that was a teacher, is you can work through your network and just say, yes. hey, who do you know of teachers in this school? Or where do you know of a teacher or an administrative um, individual um, for this particular system. And yes, I, and that works out really well, actually, because that one teacher, she knew four other teachers who wanted me to come in and talk, and we're still in contact today. So getting those connections to work through are awesome. Oh my gosh, yeah. And you can find them in the smallest of towns. I'm from a city of 7,000 people, and that's pretty much where I started the pageant planet. Um, but I was able to meet Hollywood producers and all of that by speaking to my mayor of Belpre, Ohio. Um, who connected me to another marketing guy who connected me to a company out in, um, Los Angeles. So you never know. I mean, and that was in the middle of Ohio. So regardless if you're in the middle of Idaho, Iowa, or in Times Square, you can find someone who knows someone that can open up a door of opportunity for you. For sure. For sure. Just gotta talk to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
I mean, there's so much talk right now um, in regards to to social media, and a lot of times it can be a deterrent. Um, you know, people talk about a lot um, in regards to bullying, but how can teen title holders like really use that to their benefit? Yeah, I actually I love using social media with my title because you can make different pages. You can have separate pages for that specific title. And if you get that page out there, you can have a larger connection of people because it's not face to face. So when you post a picture, all of the people that have liked your page or can see your page have already seen that picture and they know you're out there. It can open doors for your platform and it can get your platform out there as well, too, if you create it into a business kind of like page and just keep on posting about it and keep working with it. So that's what I really do with it is just to try and help get my title out there and help get people to know what the Miss American Co-ed system is about or what I'm all about as well. Completely. And, and this is where I really feel like um, promoting your title and your platform is really important because like for your Facebook, you can change your Facebook URL like one time. So initially when you launch it, I would suggest doing like creating what whatever your title is, yes. like Miss Nowhere Ohio 2016. Um, and then after your reign, flipping over to like what you're doing, like your pageant platform, and then you can leverage that long term. So you have your fan base there, the people who that followed you because of your reign, and then you flip the URL and the branding of that page to your platform so that you can continue to promote that platform for years to come. And as you win other titles, you can just change the description, et cetera, but you wouldn't change the name of the page. So you can continue to build that fan base. And then after pageantry, you've got this great following with this beautiful fan base and um, hopefully a business that you can continue to work in years to come. Yeah, it really it works out well if you can play the cards correctly with the social media. Yeah, and I mean... Yeah, we're a testimony and I'm very thankful for it. And, um, gosh, where would the world be without memes? I mean, there's so much, there's just, I mean, there would be so, such a lack of joy without memes. Um, very true. <laughs> it's a great way to find out about news too, ironically. You're like, oh, wow, what's this? And then you find out. Um, okay. So let's talk about more some of the uh, meat and potatoes of it. So w- let's talk about gowns. What style of gowns are appropriate for teens to wear? I think that that question really also goes along with what pageant system you're competing in, where the Miss American co-ed system, we're very conservative. So when you're a teen contestant, they like you to look your age. And so if you're maybe older in the category that you're in, maybe you have a younger looking dress. I had more of a ball gown dress because I'm a little bit older in the teen contestants. But maybe if you're younger, you go with a slimmer dress, something that just boosts your age just a little bit. Whereas in the Miss USA system, they're going to have different style dresses because they're more glam and they're more out there. And it's just two totally different systems. So as a teen contestant, you really have to just read what your system is about, understand the system and go along with that and be comfortable in your dress. Yeah. In your opinion, what's the key to remaining age appropriate and not looking like a Miss contestant? I always think that that comes down to your hair and makeup because That is really what the judges are seeing is your face. And that's where all your age comes from. 
So to be able to talk to your hair and makeup artist is really important because if you don't feel comfortable with something or you feel like you're too old or you're too young, you have to be able to talk to her and say, maybe we can change this and make it better like this. So that's where I, where I, where I really think it comes in is how you're doing your hair and makeup and presenting yourself in that face beauty. Yeah. And your dad's also a really good barometer on this. Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if your dad is like wildly uncomfortable with your evening gown or fun fashion, okay, probably uh, maybe rethink it. I mean, he's always going to be uncomfortable if there's a swimsuit involved, but uh, <laughs> but anything but if else. If you can't pass evening gown, it's probably not your age appropriate evening yeah. gown. <laughs> um, now let's talk some generalities. What are some overall tips for teen stage presence? It took me a really long time to get as comfortable on the stage as I am today. But once it hit, it really hit. You are on that stage and it's your time. It's nobody else's and you want the judges to only be looking at you. So act like you are the only person there. You're the only girl competing and you're the only girl on that stage. So stare down those judges and say the crown belongs on my head because I'm the only girl up here. And it'll just pass this confidence off and you just have to have fun the best thing about my year this year at the Miss American co-ed pageant was when I hit that stage I was only there to have fun and it, it showed because I was laughing on stage and smiling at the judges with a natural smile because I really was having the best time of my life now like the, let's talk about interviews so what are different types of interview questions that you've been asked during the Miss American co-ed my favorite interview question this year was, if you could write a book, what would you entitle it and why? Because there's so many different answers to it. And I don't believe that anybody will ever have the same answer because you can really bring some insight into your life with that question. I've also been asked, if you were a shoe, what shoe would you be? They're just all generalized questions. But when you answer them, they're looking for you to pull that general question and to make it your own and to give them an answer that will really see into who you are as a person. Hmm. Uh, do you remember what you said for if you were a shoe, what kind of shoe you would be? I said a high heel because when you're wearing heels, you just feel like you can conquer the world in them if they're the right pair of shoe. <laughs> hmm. That's good. That's, that's great. <laughs> What are some of the trends that you've seen in the Miss American Co-Ed pageant for like interview attire? It's actually really changing right now. It was always interview suit this and interview suit that, and it was for all age divisions. But once now at the Miss American Co-Ed pageant, you, have, you see interview dresses coming into play. I actually wore an interview dress this year. So it's kind of that nice even mix of do I want an interview suit or an evening or an interview dress? And you just have to figure out which one you're confident in. And that's kind of what's nice about it is if you're not confident in an interview dress, you can still wear the interview suit. So the trends are really changing. They're really starting to move forward and become more modernized. Yeah. And I mean, we're seeing that across the board. I mean, there really is a strong move away from um, the interview suit and the, the little girls that are dressed up in the, in the big suits. And there really are. There's moving towards the dresses, and um, which is great. I mean, I love the trend. Yes. It was, yes, a, it was certainly a trend that needed to happen. It was a trend that needed to happen. For sure. I agree. <laughs> uh, what about like makeup and, and hair tips for teens? Really be able to 
look at yourself in the mirror and know that you look your best. If maybe you don't agree with the lip color, just have a conversation. Talk to your mom first, and if she agrees, maybe you go to your makeup artist and say, is there anything else? You just have to be able to be comfortable in your own skin, and if you're not, you have to also be comfortable enough to talk to whether you're doing your hair and makeup or your mom or somebody you've hired, you have to be able to talk to that person and say, what can we change to make me feel more comfort comfortable? Yeah, um, completely. And it kind of ranges based on each. But as a blanket general statement, if you wear like really, really re red lips and like the, the, the wing tips <laughs> and all that kind of stuff, yeah, stay far away from that. Um, far away, far away. <laughs> Now, do you, do you feel like teens, speaking of makeup, do you think that they should go for more of the natural look? I like the natural look just because that is what I've grown up wearing. Also in the Miss American Co system, like I had said, it's very conservative. So I grew up conservative pageantry. So the smoky eye thing is really new for me. And I actually competed in a pageant a couple years ago where that was the first time I ever got to wear like a deep eye. So I like the natural look, but it then again goes to what passion system you're competing in and who you are. You really just have to understand you and your passion system at the same time when you're picking what you want to look like that week. Yeah. And, and for everybody listening, just keep in mind that um, a natural makeup, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's less makeup because no. when you're on stage, the stage lights can, can really... Um, what is it? Uh, fade you out. I'm, I'm yeah. losing the word there. But um, <laughs> whatever the stage lights do, wash you out. That's the word. There um, you go. <laughs> so makeup artists do have to put on more makeup for that phase of competition. But then in interview, you'll probably wear a lot less to get and to achieve that same look. So um, that's why you hire an expert. Um, for sure. I always hire an expert. I will never do my own hair and makeup. Yeah. And, and, and if people listening if you're not sure where to go to hire an expert if you go on pageant planet and just go under directory you can click makeup artists and just type in your zip code to find a pageant makeup artist that's near you that you can hire and it's always best to use them at least once before the pageant so yeah you, you get a feel just for their style <laughs> yeah i mean my wife she worked with two different makeup people before our wedding so she was like no it's got to be perfect right uh, so she's like no didn't like the first one and then hired the next one but that's why you do the the test runs so you've got um so much experience uh, in the co-ed system I mean, you've been competing in it for years um and just the fact that you have been competing for years you've picked up things along the way that you know like through experiences and through trial and error, et cetera. Um, if you had like one or two just really um, good points but are practical that girls could apply today to get them one step closer to winning the crown, what would those be? Yeah, I think my first point would be interview is not as scary as we all think it is. I also had a huge problem with going into the interview room and changing who I was because I thought they wanted this pageant answer. And it, I finally realized that when you give your true answers, they actually get to see who you are, whereas your pageant answers maybe de derail you from showing them really who is sitting in front of them and who you, sh you should have the crown on your head and they don't know who you are. So when you're getting ready to go into interview, just practicing 
those questions and giving real answers and then taking a deep breath and saying, I can do this. I can show them who I am and I am the perfect queen for them. Just get comfortable with the idea of interview because it, it is scary to think about talking to people, but that's really what you're doing as a pageant queen to get your title out there and get your platform out there. So just getting comfortable in that interview section is very important. And then just smile through everything. I, there are so many things that can happen pageant weekend. You can break a heel or your dress is too long, anything. Just smile through it because if you stress yourself out, the entire week or weekend is going to be stressful because you're going to be thinking about that one thing that happened three days ago. So take a deep breath, smile through it, and move on with the pageant. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's such great advice there. And it's stuff that, I mean, until it becomes real to you, yes. once it's real, you win. Until yes. it's real, you get first runner-up or below. Um, but Bailey, thank you so much for just taking the time to just walk us through how it is that you've created the success that you have, um, created. And, um, in this final chapter, if you wouldn't mind, uh, because girls will want to know more about you and they'll want to connect more with you, um, and the Miss American co-ed organization. But if you would tell us why you decided to compete in there and like, what do you love most about the system? and then how they can find you online. What I love most about the Miss American system is, Miss American co system, I'm sorry, is that it really is a family pageant. And you hear that a lot, but it really came into play this year when I lost my dad and me and my mom all of a sudden decided that we were still competing at nationals. When I got down there, the love I felt from people that I had never even met before, that they made it very aware to the teen contestants before I was even down there what was happening in my in my life. And if I needed a hug, there was going to be teen contestants or adults there to do that. And they were just so willing to work with us. We at one point thought my mom wasn't going to be able to come with me. And they set up a ride for me from the airport all the way to the hotel. And they had people there who would stay with me if I needed it and wake me up in the morning because that's my huge problem. But it really is that family connection. I have so many friends and so many people that I would view as family just from competing in that system. And it almost gives me chills to think about how much love is within every girl at that pageant. And you go down there with all these people that you've never met before. And I have so many girls that I just love. And I love watching them on Facebook and getting to know them. I can't wait to see them throughout the rest of my year. So if you're looking for a pageant where you're going to feel that love and really get comfortable with the people that are running the pageant, I think the Miss American Co-Ed system is just such a great system because you'll be able to meet everybody. It's not a store and you know who is running it and who's there. So that's what's wonderful about it. You just know that you're taking care of there, that pageant. My The best way to get to see me and my year I actually have a Facebook page. It's Bailey Bennett, Miss American Teen 2017. And I just post updates and random pictures on it. But the Miss American Coed system also has a Facebook page, a Twitter, and an Instagram. It's very easy to just look up Miss American Coed pageants. That's usually what the handle is for them. And they would love to get in contact with you and love for you to get more to know more about the Miss American Coed system in whole. That's great. Well, Bailey, once again, thank you so much for the advice. It's so valuable, and I know it's going to help lots of girls win their dream crown. 
I hope so. <laughs> Good luck, ladies. <laughs> Want to ask your questions to the title holders and professionals we interview? Become a VIP girl today and get unlimited coaching from the pageant planet. Plus, ask as many questions as you'd like for only $47. $47.